everybody, and welcome to the Hometown Bluegrass Show, presented by AllenMusicShop.com, downtown Paducah, Kentucky. If you ever get down to downtown Paducah, Kentucky, stop by the Allen Music Shop, uh, and you can pick out yourself a great bluegrass picking instrument, and uh, there's some great folks, and you'll want to stop by and check them out. We are here with... Uh, Episode two of the Hometown Bluegrass Show, and I'm here with my buddy. What was your name again? <laughs> Ralph Stanley the <II>. second. <laughs> oh, I knew you looked familiar. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Josh Williams, everybody, who's now turned into a comedian. Hang on, let me give you the. Oh, thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you very go. much. My little handy dandy recorder here with all the f- famous sound effects. Yes. So we are diving into this podcast, and um, uh, tonight you're going to hear a little bit of bluegrass news. You're going to hear a little bit of uh, some kind of musical genius uh, tip from Josh, uh, <laughs> how to play the spoons, or uh, maybe yeah. the auto harp. And, uh, Ooh, how to tune an auto harp <laughs> yeah, in 15 minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're also going to hear part two of the interview of Brandon Allen, the owner of Allen Music Shop. And uh, so, anyway, we're just going to dive in and um, hope we don't bore you too bad. So, anyway, uh, bluegrass music news this week. We're still around the first of the year. Uh, here we are, you know, mid-January or so. And um, um, any kind of news you know of, Josh? Well, I know that back in December, um, we almost lost a fella uh, uh, to a stroke, actually. And he's one of the greatest musicians that I've ever met, and his name's Glenn Duncan. And Glenn, uh, on the 20th of December, had a series of strokes uh, that left him, I think, to where he was not able to move much at all. You know, I mean, wow. they were pretty debilitating. So it sounds like he's doing really well. Uh, it sounds like that he's making uh, a fast, quick recovery, which is great. So uh, uh, we want to send our best out to him. And, and their family and uh we really want you to get well soon glenn so uh uh we'll be praying for you and let's see what else have we got on here oh there was a photo on on here that i saw of some guys went into uh went into uh his room at the hospital and played him some music and uh when they got done uh one of the guys that was playing guitar he said uh Glenn, I hope you get better. And uh, Glenn said, I hope you do too. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it sounds like he's back to his old self. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, well, there's, um, we're kind of in the lull of uh, the deep of winter here in Western Kentucky. And um, so, not a lot of festivals and stuff going on. But, um, you know, hopefully uh, this spring, this summer, as festival season kicks off. Um, we're going to get out and visit some of those, and um, you might hear Josh's new band. Uh, tell us again about what's going on with your band, man. Southern Legacy. Southern Legacy. That's our group. That is myself and and Don Rigsby and Mike England and uh, Rob, I'm sorry, Ron Block. And uh, I told Allison, I actually called her and told her, <laughs> I said, I heard that you guys uh, are cutting a record again with Union Station. She said, yeah, uh, it's it's got a long way to go. And I said, well, 
Ron's playing with us now, and you can't have him. <laughs> oh, how'd that go? <laughs> oh, she laughed. <laughs> she said, oh, is he playing with you guys? That's great. So maybe she'll get to come out and see us one of these times. Yeah. But, uh, oh, and uh, on fiddle, we've got Steve Thomas now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't have Allison Krauss on fiddle. Not yet. You know, I mean, she may come in. They, I'm sure they've done some twin fiddles before. Yeah. You know, back when uh, uh, when Steve was with Del McCurry, probably. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet. That's cool. Yeah, Southern Legacy. You guys get out and check out Josh's new band. Be touring in 2024. Uh, not a ton of dates, but they're hoping to do maybe 30, 40 shows. And uh, you guys can get out and see them and uh, all the other great bluegrass bands that will be out there. Uh, picking and grinning for you guys so um so we've got um, a lot of other great things coming up um so um in bluegrass music news was brought to you by one of our great sponsors the duck blind bar and grill in barlow kentucky uh they got burgers beer pizza and live music in downtown barlow kentucky so go check them out and uh, all of our other great sponsors that make this happen and um so yeah, we're going to uh, we we actually record this podcast here in the music store of Allen Music Shop in uh, Paducah. So uh, it's a great place to record. Josh actually teaches uh, music lessons here, uh, maybe mainly guitar, I guess. And uh, uh, so he's got several students. So if you want to take lessons from Josh, you can uh, give Allen Music Shop a call, and they will uh, um, put you on the schedule to uh, take some guitar lessons. Not I know you only had one guitar lesson in your whole life. So, you know, yes. so all you got to do is come take one guitar lesson <laughs> and you'll be 20 times bluegrass guitar player of the year. Oh I mean, goodness. it's really that simple, ain't it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, the funny thing is, it is kind of how it happened. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I did spend many years uh, on the banjo, yeah. you know. So, my, my guitar playing, man, I didn't even really start playing much guitar. I mean, I knew how. Uh, I, but I didn't really start doing it a whole lot until um, my latter teens because of me and Chris Thiele playing together all the time. You mm-hmm. know, when his family moved from California to Murray, Kentucky, which is just about 15 miles down the road from Benton, where I live. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we played together all the time. So that's when I ended up playing more guitar than anything else. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 haunted me ever yeah. since i haven't been able to put one down <laughs> so i mean do you think is guitar your favorite thing to play i mean if you could only play one and you could not even touch another one what would you play i'd be guitar yeah yeah i mean is it because you can sing and play a little better or yeah more the melody yeah and, i'm just more comfortable on it yeah you know i know when you were with uh, special c back years ago you played mandolin didn't you mandolin and fiddle oh okay <laughs> and then also played mandolin a little bit with Rhonda in the early days, didn't you? Yeah, I was actually Rhonda's first fiddle player that she oh, hired. Okay. <laughs> Believe it or not, I played so one she... weekend and then she fired me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. What'd that do to your ego? Oh, it was uh, not a big deal. I didn't like playing fiddle that much anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I still had to do it quite a bit at that time. Yeah. But once I joined her band, I was on guitar and very few times did we ever do anything with me on the fiddle there were a few times but it uh wasn't very many yeah so i did um i did play 
up until you know when I had to leave just last a couple of years ago, uh, I played mandolin on three or four songs. You know, mm-hmm. so always did. Well, I think my favorite mandolin thing you 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 and her did. I've forgotten you. The mm. song is still one of my favorite songs uh, to this day. It's, it's a just, good song, yeah, man. Yeah, man, that's such a great song. Um, the mandolin on that is just beautiful. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, but. Uh, well, awesome, man. Well, uh, I know you traveled with Rhonda for a long time. Uh, tell us some something funny on Rhonda. What? Uh, I mean, she like <laughs> like uh, chocolate on her pancakes or what? I mean, what to um, give, give us some dirt on her. I don't really remember too much <laughs> like that. Um, I know that she wasn't a huge chocolate fan, <laughs> but she loved Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, she did. She did. So y'all cruising down the road on the bus, you see the light on, you're whooping in there. Mm-hmm. I got you. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and she would sit down and eat a box herself, a whole box. Yeah, oh, yeah, she <laughs> way more than anybody ought to. And she ain't <laughs> a big girl either. No, she know. ain't. But <laughs> then you know, a few years later is when she had her uh, pancreatitis or whatever it was. Oh. You know that she nearly killed her actually. Yeah. You know, and uh, but I'm sure it didn't help. You know, all of them Krispy Kremes. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it just sent her uh, pancreas into shock yeah. more than anything. <laughs> oh man, well she might. Uh, Whoop us if she knew that she we were might. about that. But uh, anyway, we're sorry, Rhonda. Please don't be mad. <laughs> but, um, well, that's awesome. Um, so there's lots of great stories, I'm sure, that you've had from the road. She's, Rhonda Vincent is so, um, like, social media savvy. Like, she's always on there. And yeah. I think it's funny that, you know, like, I bet there's a lot of artists that wouldn't be caught dead without their makeup. It ain't. It's nothing for her to just whoop out her phone, do a live Facebook, like right out of bed or something. Mm-hmm. You know, hair all sticking up, no makeup, and it's funny because on stage she's dressed to the nines. You know, and then, oh yeah. But she'll get on social media no matter what. I mean, she, she don't might care. be in the boat fishing. You know, with her whatever. And uh, Rhonda is Rhonda all yeah, the time. That's what I love about her. I mean, yeah. She just seems genuine. You know, I've met her a few times, but. She just seems like she's the way she's going to be no matter what. A lot of people, even before I went to work with her, she's got some, you know, just horrible stories that follow her that aren't true. And the ones that are true are completely over-exaggerated. But um, when when I first was offered the gig, you know, I had a lot of people telling me all these things. And mm-hmm. I just sat down and just talked to her, you know, mm-hmm. and... And she told me exactly what had happened uh, in certain situations or that it didn't happen at all or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And, um, man, she's she's a great person. You know, I mean, she uh, – uh, we all have faults. Mm-hmm. You know, we all make mistakes. And uh, – but I, I will say this. You know, I am the only person that she's ever fired and rehired. Mm-hmm. You know, so nobody else has got that on me. <laughs> so – yeah, she does have a heart of gold, that's for sure. Yeah. So. And if and if for some reason she doesn't remember who you are or anything like that, chances are she's not paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, we were out in uh, California. I was out there with uh, uh, Special Consensus. And then she was out there as well with her band. And she had a fiddle player with her at that point. You know, I was just filling in the one weekend. Mm-hmm. But because of that, we get to say that I was the first fiddle player. Um, for the rage but we uh we were out there and i said hi to her as she was walking by and she was just kind of like oh hey uh, you know and and at first i was like what the crap she you know she didn't know who i was <laughs> i played fiddle for yeah, you yeah it's like 
And, and she just wasn't paying attention. Rhonda walks like this. Mm. You know, she's got blinders Blind. on half the time, you know. Yeah. And uh, But she's so driven to do what it is that she does mm -hmm. you know there's really no time for a lot of this and it, it has nothing to do with being rude or anything like that she's just you know got her mindset on something and that's what she does yeah i understand well one thing i can say about her is her voice has never wavered and to me in all these years like i mean she's as pure and just you know sounds just as great now as she ever did i think <laughs> well i'll say this whenever that's this last time that i was in the band i was there for uh, almost nine years and uh when when we started dropping a couple of keys on certain songs uh you know we were all just do it you know i mean mm -hmm. don't hurt yourself trying to sing the right. same key that you did when you recorded right. this in your 20s exactly you know? who's really going to notice most people probably most people <laughs> won't but you know yeah. uh we we were very supportive of of dropping the keys and there was only a handful of songs that we did that with yeah. you know the rest of them she just gets up there and belts you yeah. know she does that for sure well i heard latest song that she has out of uh, the willie nelson song the city of new orleans mm -hmm. i'm sure you've heard it man that's pretty awesome i think it's a cool version of that song yeah that's a uh song that the first time i ever heard that uh was it arlo guthrie did he do that song somebody like that but i know it may have been woody actually that did it i don't remember but i know that steve goodman wrote the song okay uh in you know steve goodman from chicago Mm -hmm. He's the same guy that wrote the perfect country and western song. Oh yeah, right. You know, for David Allen mm -hmm. Coe and a, a very well written song. It is. It's the the words are just I don't know. I love I get drawn into that song like a movie. And I love a song that does that to me, mm -hmm. you know. And it talks about Kankakee, Illinois, which isn't far from actually where we're sitting now and you know, the train pulled out of Kankakee and all that, but it's uh, I don't know. The song gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. I mean, it has ever since Willie did it. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, and Willie's but, version is awesome. Oh yeah, it know? is. It's really. And when I saw she was coming out with that, I thought, oh lord, you know, because there seems to be a lot lately of remakes yeah. of old songs that are. I don't know. Maybe I've missed it, but it seems to be a plethora of those here lately. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, that's definitely one that's good. The video is really cool too. Uh, that, that turned yeah, out really cool. It's funny how they did that. I know. I love it, how they made the musicians small and everything. But it's just a, like I say, a very well written song. You yeah. know, uh, like you mentioned, Kankakee. You know, uh, on a long, uh, on uh, a lone and southbound Odyssey, the train pulled out at Kankakee. Yeah, rolled along past houses, farms, and fields, mm -hmm. passing trains that have no names. Freight yards full of old black men in the uh, graveyard of the rusted automobile. See, I get, I'm that, getting goosebumps right now. That paints. I know it. You know, I mean, yeah. What that, a what a songwriter he was. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. It's just like like I said, it rolls a movie in my head. Like I can just visualize that song every time I hear it. And yeah, that's just that's just amazing. So, well, we're gonna get on here um, with a little bit more for you. We got. Part two of the interview with Brandon Allen, which is the owner of Allen Music Shop, where we currently sit and record this podcast downtown Paducah, Kentucky. And when we come back, we're going to have a little uh, music lesson from 20-time Bluegrass Guitar Player of the Year. Or was it 89 times? I can't remember. <laughs>
maybe it was a 17, uh, I forget. 17, 18. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we're going to have uh, some more fun coming your way right after this. Custom Automotive in Calvert City, Kentucky has been a family-operated business for over 50 years. When you call Custom Automotive, you'll talk to an experienced tire and wheel expert. They install wheels and tires on thousands of vehicles every year in addition to their online sales. Stop by and thank them for supporting bluegrass music. Custom Automotive, Highway 62, Calvert City, Kentucky, 270-395-7611. Or visit them online at customautoonline.com. For over 50 years, Puckett's Jewelry in Benton, Kentucky has been a trusted choice for fine jewelry that will last a lifetime and help you celebrate life's most precious moments. The new owners, Bart and Hannah Lewis, are excited to continue the Puckett's Jewelry legacy in Marshall County and are proud to support bluegrass music. Puckett's Jewelry on the square in Benton, Kentucky. Visit them online at PucketsJewelry.com. Well, welcome back to the Hometown Bluegrass Show presented by Allen Music Shop. Dot com in Paducah, Kentucky. I'm here with Josh Williams, and I'm Tim Batts, and we are your host for the Hometown Bluegrass Show podcast. Uh, we also have a local uh, radio show on uh, Willie 102 that airs Sunday nights here on the local country station in Paducah. It's also called the Hometown Bluegrass Show, playing our great bluegrass music. And uh, so if you're in the area, you can check that out. Uh, if you're not, then you'll have to just put up with us here on the podcast. So, um, so what we got next, man? Well, this is our uh, uh, our bluegrass joke oh, section. Oh Lord! Yeah, I, I found is some it, of these online. Are these so. dad jokes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't really read through them yet. Oh so Lord! We're <laughs> All right, folks. Well, here we go. The first ever uh, uh, Josh <clears throat> Williams stand-up hour. Yeah, that's right. These are. Uh, these are jokes that I am uh, have gotten off of uh, what website is this? This is the San Diego Troubadour dot com. It's someone. Oh my who, lord! This is who put this out. So oh gosh. maybe the bluegrass situation has something to do with this. Probably. But, uh, uh, okay, Tim. Why are a banjo and a missile the same? Why are a banjo and a missile the same? I don't know, Josh. By the time you hear either one, it's too late. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I can finally use my rim shot sound effects. Yes, it's good oh stuff, my man. Lord. Good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Uh, oh, you have another one. Oh yeah, yeah. I've oh. got several. Oh lord! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did you hear about the bass player who played so far behind the beat? His band fired him. No, I did not. He was so depressed. He threw himself behind the train. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you. A few of them left. Oh, uh, do you know what mandolin means in Italian? Uh, what does mandolin mean in Italian? No, I don't. Out of tune. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, and what's the difference? Finally, here. Uh, <laughs> thank God. What, finally. <laughs> I've been waiting for that uh, one. What's the difference between a bluegrass band and a large pizza? Uh, I think I know this one, but I'll let you share with the audience. The pizza can feed a family of four. Hey, there you go, folks. Thank you so much. And he'll be here all week. That's right. Try the veal. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Have mercy. Well, 
That's a new segment we've just added to the Awful Town Blue Guys show. Your jokes of the week. That's right, man. We got to hear those. Yeah. You know, I bet you, you've heard a lot of jokes standing on stage with the different artists. You know, every time I get ready to tell a joke with my band, they all start cringing because they're like, I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> and my wife ducks down in the audience and she's like hiding her face. And I try to keep it clean, but sometimes it don't always work. But no. You probably heard a lot of them, haven't you? Oh, my gosh. I've heard so many. <laughs> yeah, probably a lot of them over and over and over again. <laughs> I've heard a lot of them that should not have been told at a right. bluegrass concert. And most of them are a banjo joke, you know, about tuning a banjo and all that. So. Mm-hmm. But anyway. All right. Well, we're going to get on with uh, the music lesson segment of uh, the Hometown Bluegrass Show podcast. This segment is brought to you by Custom Automotive in Calvert City. If you need new tires or new custom wheels or a new lift kit or anything fancy for your full drive or your vehicle, go to Calvert City, Kentucky, uh, right near Kentucky Dam on the beautiful Kentucky Lake, and check out Custom Automotive in Calvert City, Kentucky. So what are you going to play for us, man? I don't know. I ain't even thought about it. your spoons or your washboard? Um. <clears throat> no, I don't think. Mm. I, uh, don't no. There's some shakers over there you might can use. Uh, but yeah, we can do that. No, don't sure. please. Oh, come on. Be fun. <laughs> Look at uh. Let me get a beat going. <laughs> <laughs> the bluegrass beat. Oh my goodness. Oh mm. lord. Well, we've lost the audience for sure oh, now. Yeah, they're, but um, they're gone. Yeah. Well, if you don't know, Josh has just pulled a Martin D28 brand new guitar off the. Sh- off the shelf here at Allen Music Shop, and um, he teaches lessons here, uh, guitar lessons mainly. So if you want to take guitar lessons, you can call Allen Music Shop and come take some guitar lessons. And um, so um, each podcast, we want to try to educate you folks or enlighten you on some kind of little tip or trick. And uh, so, what are you going to do for us, man? Oh, uh, it's the dreaded cross-picking. Oh, cross-picking, okay. Yes, the cross-picking. It's the thing that you should never try at home uh, unless you're with a trained professional. Oh, okay. I always do uh, Church Street Blues, which is a Norman Blake song, but I do Tony's version of it. Uh I'll do a little bit of that, maybe a verse and a chorus of it, and kind of show you what the guitar does. All right. And this starts with an upstroke for the pick, which is usually a no-no. <laughs> okay. But it's the way this timing works out. So, so. Good time, Charlie. Friends used to driving me insane. Up on shady Charlotte Street, Lord, the green lights look red. I wish I was back home on the farm, Lordy, in my feather bed. And I got myself a rocking chair to see if I could lose these thin dime hard time. The hell on Church Street blues.
got myself a rocking chair to see if I could lose these thin dimes. Hard time, the hell on Church Street Blues. <laughs> Not too bad on that cross picking. Uh, well, it I even, you well, even even for me uh, <laughs> as a uh, uh, trained professional, I still. Managed to screw it up. That so. was dangerous. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's, yeah. it's it's not safe. Folks. <laughs> he pulled a hammy on that one, <laughs> but still one of my favorite songs ever. Church Street Blues. What a great song, man! I mean, it's just I don't know. It's one of them songs you just never get tired of hearing. I never get tired of hearing that song. So, absolutely great song. Yep. So, how long did you play with Tony? Uh, I played uh, with Tony for just shy of five years. So. Yeah. Little over four and a half. So, yeah, yeah, well, that's cool. We uh, the last couple of shows we did as the as the Tony Rice unit, um, those happened in 2011, 2012, and uh, uh, a few of those we didn't really have Tony with us, mm-hmm. so we ended up playing it without him. Yeah. But, uh, Oh man, I miss him. I know, I know. I thought every Christmas Day, I can't. Since then, I guess it was twenty twenty, right? When yes. He passed away. So, you know, we just entered our or just had our third Christmas, you know, without him. But it's funny every Christmas. That's the first thing I think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, I do think about the birth of our Savior. But well, I mean, of course, you know, yeah, but... it, it, Tony uh, died on Christmas Day, and of course, J.D. Crow died on Christmas Eve. That's the right. next year, twenty one. Yeah. yeah. Well, hard to believe it is it sure is so well josh has a lot of great tony rice stories and we'll share more of those with you later on and uh but right now we're going to continue on with our part two of the interview with brandon allen of allenmusicshop.com here in paducah kentucky and uh, you guys stick around we got more coming your way on the hometown bluegrass show The Duck Blind, located in Barlow, Kentucky, is your neighborhood restaurant, bar, and grill. Stop by and try their burgers, the shotgun fixings, the greenhead taco salad, or the pintail pizza. They also are a full-service spirit store with a drive-thru. It's a great family atmosphere with live music on the back patio. The Duck Blind Bar and Grill in Barlow, Kentucky. The Lake House Inn at Sled Creek has undergone complete renovation in 2023. Our outdoor space is unlike any other at Kentucky Lake. With two in-ground pools, 18 rooms, and four cabins, we're just a stone's throw away from Kentucky Dam. If you're looking to make memories with your family, this nostalgic inn is for you. Welcome to your Lake House, where modern meets rustic and becomes home. Reserve online at lakehouseinn.com. Allen Music, located in historic downtown Paducah, Kentucky, is your source for fine guitars and all types of acoustic instruments. At Allen Music, we are experienced and enthusiastic players of everything we offer. Allen Music is family-owned and has been serving musicians since 1976. So stop by and thank them for supporting bluegrass music. Allen Music, 215 Kentucky Avenue, downtown Paducah, or check them out online at allenmusicshop.com. So what what made you want to like hire Josh Williams to teach lessons? I mean, I, I'm not sure what you're thinking about. <laughs> What's that, going on but... with busting my balls on here? Man? 
<laughs> well, I mean, we've always loved loved Josh. You yeah. know, he he um, he and I both kind of grew up here. You know, his daddy yeah. would bring him down since since we were both little, and he, we'd watch his his dad and my dad make a deal on a trade or something. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. um, but he, uh, you know, I mean, my gosh, um, what year was that? The first time I think that I came with Dad was probably 1989, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we've just known each other forever. Yeah. And, of course, you know, he spent most of his life on the road. Yeah. um, Touring and becoming the... IBMA guitar player of the year multiple times in 89 and, we figured out yeah. no. <laughs> well that's not the international one by the way <laughs> the the fun thing though was you know he'd be on the road and his dad would still come in by case of whatever his favorite strings were at the time you, oh, you yeah. know he'd say yeah Josh is going to be in town I got to got to have a case of strings ready oh, for him when okay. he comes back in so but, sponsored by Tony yeah, Williams yeah, that's right <laughs> and uh but when he uh, I guess finally semi-retired. I guess maybe is that what you'd call it from yeah. from all the instead of being on the road three hundred days a year. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, couldn't do that. Yeah. I, he. Uh, I think I don't know if I said it or you said it. You know, if you said, "Well, hey, when I semi-retire one of these days, you know, I'll come down and give some lessons." If and I was like. Dude, the door's open. Like any any time you want to do that, yeah. it'd be an honor. Well, you guys obviously sell all kind of instruments. I mean, we got a an amp room, we've got a drum room, we got. I mean, this place is massive, and you got all kind of stuff. So, but you get a lot of acoustic players in here, right? A lot of bluegrass oh, yeah. pickers, and um, so um, you know, tell us about some of the bluegrass instruments and stuff that you have here for those pickers. Well. Uh, uh, Josh, chime in at any point here since uh, you're the bluegrass expert. But, uh, I mean, my dad was fortunate to um, get in touch with Martin Guitars back in 1982. And he was fortunate enough to be able to become the authorized Martin dealer for this this region back in 1982. Um, it was a whole lot easier back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you had to order three American guitars and 12 Sigmas. In, in oh. 1980, and you became the the regional dealer. Gotcha. Um, my gosh, now you got to have uh, um, I don't know 36 to 72 guitars on your opening order oh, wow. uh, of American, and that doesn't count the Mexico that, line and that's stuff. That's a few hundred dollars. Ain't it? Oh, just a few, yeah. <laughs> hmm. So, um, but yeah, so Martin since '82, and honored honor and a privilege to to get to carry their stuff because every. I mean, every year they come out with something cool, mm-hmm. but yet also every year they maintain the beautiful tradition of the D28 and the D18, mm-hmm. you know. And then the other cool thing they do now, you know, Golden Era, um, you know, they, they reissue guitars that they they build like yeah. the way they used to build them mm-hmm. in the 30s. Yeah, they've got or, the Golden Era series. They've got the Authentic series yeah. yep are those the ones that look like they're worn or kind of have a well, worn look to that's them a, that's another series uh, oh okay i that, thought i'd seen those somewhere but yeah they've uh the road series or something that's yeah. artist series or oh they've got they've got artist series yeah. too you know they've got the eric clapton model yeah. they've got oh my gosh the johnny cash they've got the john mayer yeah. um there's so many different yeah. artists that well i'm a little upset because the martin guitar i bought from you 
I mean, it doesn't sound at all like when Josh played that one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the deal is, but I mean, it's, I don't know. I might need a refund on it. Well, I told you the one I bought from you only came with five chords. You had to pay extra for all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they all come with, well, G, C, and D. Yeah. They all come with well, GC. Yeah. The one I yeah. bought came with E minor and A minor. Oh, okay. too, so I'm sure. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so. But there, you, you, in the fine print, it clearly says, you know, probably is where well, you can't really see it. It's so small, but it says no gives these backsies. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> I knew it. I should have kept my receipt. Yes. Well, no, I've bought several guitars here, and that, just a great place to shop. I mean, like, it's not only guitars, but it's obviously you have lots of hundreds and hundreds of guitars, but I mean, microphones, recording equipment, and just anything you can imagine in the world of music. So, yeah. And your kids, you're so lucky you get to work with your family every day. You know, oh, man. Uh, Andrew and Ashley are here with you most every day. And, yep. uh, you know, it's, it's cool to see. Yeah, it's been fun. You know, like I say, Dad would go to work with with Mama Allen when he was a kid, and then he started bringing me to work with him. You know, since I was old enough to walk, and then when I, I he sold me the business in 1998, which was the year Ashley was born, my oldest daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, she's 25 now. So this is my 25 year anniversary of being the owner operator, third oh, cool. third generation. And uh, you know, I brought a baby bed down here and I put it in mom and mom's office, mm-hmm. and I would bring Ashley to work with me since she was before she could walk. Yeah, you know, and Andrew and um, a- Andrew would he if there was an empty lesson room he. Is, is a little kid he'd bring like his uh whatever xbox or whatever was yeah. you know and, popular in the day and camp out in one of the lesson rooms yeah. and play video games if, if mom would if nikki would let him you know that's so, one of the one of my fondest memories when i first started coming in here was your mom would sit in that office and all you could see was like the top of her hair yep you know because that window there and she she knew who come in the door though oh, yeah she'd call you by name you know hey tim and yeah and uh, so she she knew what was going on so yeah she was the office manager office manager <laughs> slash uh prayer warrior can yep. tell you how many people would come into mom's office and and uh tell them about what's going on in their life and so well, come here let me pray for you yeah yeah that's just the kind of lady she is yeah yep. that's my mom yeah i can still think about uh coming in here and and i remember walking around the store looking at stuff while my dad and your dad wheeled and dealed together right. you know i mean i could just hear them Back and forth, back and forth. But you know, I, right. well, I don't want to do that. Can I yeah. do this? And yeah. you know, and and them two. I don't know how they were able to, like, uh, have, do business together, <laughs> but still love each other. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it would, I remember one time. I remember your dad got a little hot with with my dad because Uh-oh. my dad was kind of smart about something. You know, and and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was it was during the time when uh, Dad had a uh, uh, a Martin long neck acoustic bass, uh-huh. and he traded it to your dad for an HD twenty eight. Oh wow, brand new, nice. And uh, as a matter of fact, that's the uh, HD twenty eight that I played on my first Pine Castle record. No kidding. So yeah, <laughs> that's the same cool. guitar. But uh, I remember. Uh, Gosh, we were there forever. And the storefront was over here. It was the yeah, old storefront. 132 yeah, South yeah. Third around the corner. Yeah. Yep. It was I, I can still see it plain as day, man. And it's funny. Yeah, it really is. But uh this is where we always came. Anytime dad needed anything musical, this is where we came. Mm-hmm. And we, yep. we knew several other people that, that had music right. stores, you know. I mean mm-hmm. but 
this was where dad always came yeah. and then i started doing that because i was in a uh a situation i guess you could say where uh i was needing fiddle strings and there was only a particular kind that i was wanting to use at the time and i just happened to call him and and when when i told brandon what it was that that i was needing not only did he order it but he became you know like one of the only stores in this area to carry those strings and they were uh the didario uh temp um uh, they called helicores yeah helicor i remember telling my rep you know who you were and how busy you were and how often you played and changed strings and he so he started instead of selling me those in single packs he mm-hmm. would sell them sell them to me by the tube and there'd be like 24 of each string mm-hmm. there'd be four tubes obviously you know for those fiddle strings and um and when josh would come he'd, he'd text me or call me and i'd get the tubes out and wrap each one up and put it in a little pack for him have, <laughs> have them ready to pick up you know wow that's pretty cool and nobody else usually would even take the time to do that you know mm-hmm. i mean the fact that he did that uh and any other time since that i've needed something and called him I've always gotten yeah. it. So all I had to do is swing by and pick it up. So I always appreciate this guy for well, that. You know? And that brings me to what I was thinking was, how does a small business in Paducah, Kentucky, survive all these years in the world of the Internet and buying online and all mm-hmm. this stuff? And and that's what it is. I mean, you guys just – I mean, wouldn't you say? You just try to treat people like family, right? Relationship, yeah. yeah. My, um, my mom and dad taught me a long time ago, you know um, – you know, my mom said it one way, my dad said it the other way, but they both meant the same thing. My mom would say, you know, the Bible says love your neighbor as yourself. Treat other people like you wanted to be treated, mm-hmm. you know. And and my dad would say, I want to be able to lay my head down on my pillow at night and know that I did a good thing. I did, mm-hmm. I did the right thing. I did a good job. I took care of the people and, and gave them what they wanted at a fair price or, uh, you know, treated them fair. And my dad would also say treat everybody that walks through that front door like they got a million bucks which is another you know it's it, to him it was a business principle you treat everybody he said because someday you know they'll grow up they'll get a job and they'll have money mm-hmm. and, and they'll be able to afford a guitar one day <laughs> that's right you know? but they'll uh, be able to afford that million dollar guitar you got well so true story i had a guy um i won't tell you his name just out of whatever uh <laughs> whatever that rule is you know but um good customer long time customer he was uh he didn't have a lot of money, you know, growing up. And um, he'd come in and he'd play guitar for two hours, three hours, just sitting there. And, and he never would buy anything. You know, might buy a couple picks or something. Mm-hmm. And this this went on for years. And, um, and uh, but I knew the, I knew the principle that my mom and dad, you know, taught. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, one day that guy inherited, I don't know if it was an uncle passed or, or, you know, mom or dad passed. And he inherited, oh, man. A ton of money. He came in, spent fourteen thousand dollars. Wow! In about two months, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he always wanted to have a, a Martin guitar. Um, I think it was a Fender Strat, and um, and he got him a bass, and he got him a PA system, and he started him a band, and and I mean, he took off running. Yeah, you know? back when I did that, though, I was just no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, Dad, Dad, and Mom both, you know. It's all about relationship, and that's why that's another reason my dad gave lessons. You know, he loved relationship. He wanted to develop, you know, friendships, and mm-hmm. and that's the cool thing. You know, we've got over a hundred. I'd say we have 120 to 130 students a week coming through here. Wow! And um, 
and you meet the families, you get to know them, yeah. and and then, like I say, you know, I've got people that come in that they'll tell they're bringing their grandkid in mm-hmm. that said, "My dad, you know, your daddy taught me my first guitar lesson, and it's really cool that." Yeah. So it's a neat generational blessing, you know, which is cool. Like you said, my 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 son and daughter are the fourth generation, mm-hmm. and they're here six days a week usually, you know, mm-hmm. um, helping me run the shop. And mom and dad would still be here today too if dad didn't have those strokes, you right. know, four years ago that that caused, you know, he's got he's paralyzed on the left side and mm-hmm. can't play his guitar anymore, and it makes it hard to repair a guitar. You you know, yeah, if you're paralyzed on one side. Mm-hmm. So, but he'd still be here today, you know. His his mom, Mama Allen, she worked. She worked with him until she was probably 80 years old. And she worked eight days a week, didn't yeah, she? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yep. She walked walked to work up a hill in a snowstorm, you know. Yeah. Well, they do it. I mean, you guys do it all here. It's from, you know, instruments, um, equipment, lessons, you know, luthier repairs, all kind of stuff. And and um, so basically, if y'all don't have it in the music industry, they, you just don't need it, right? Right. That's yeah. right. That's it. Uh, the personal um, flavor that you get here. I mean, I've seen you literally give people your cell phone number and thing. You know, just the connections that you make, and that's what it's all about. You're not going to get that from the big online retailers, you know. So that's why it's important to shop local and take care of that stuff. So yeah, yeah, we love what we do. We got a great community. We love friendships, and you know the beautiful thing of music. You guys know it as well as anybody. You know, music is is relative. You know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a cool thing that everybody has in common. Right. You, you know, you you may work. You can have a doctor and a lawyer and a and a, a city road worker and a a preacher and, mm-hmm. and I mean your bluegrass circle. You know your your jam circle. You, you don't. It doesn't matter where they're from or, or what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, once you sit down in that jam circle and you start playing guitar together. You know, it it just doesn't yeah. matter where you're from, what your background is. You got that in common, and that's fun, and that and that's relational. That's it. You see all kind of people coming here from, you know, country pickers, bluegrass pickers, right. uh, the, the long haired teenager wanting to use damn like <laughs> right. we talked about earlier. You know, so yep. it's just part of it. And not everybody can be right. I mean, if, you know, not everybody is right and loves bluegrass music. You know, but, <laughs> I mean, you know, there are a few people that like other kinds of music, but right. But anyway. But, we do we do like bluegrass music that's for sure but yep well we're excited that you want to be a part of what we're doing and promoting music in Kentucky and across the nation and uh, we're so happy to have you guys as our presenting sponsor and y'all have lots of used instruments I mean then go to allenmusicshop.com and yep and shop for all kind of different instruments and you guys ship all across the nation I guess don't yep. you yep every day something's getting packed up and going yeah. out UPS man meets himself coming and going out of here. I yep. know for sure. So, yeah, we got some good old boys who drive them brown trucks. Yeah, and then sometimes it's the FedEx guy. You know, they might we we try to share a little bit with yeah. all of them. You know, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but them FedEx guys when they get it, they throw it in the back of the truck. You know? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have no idea well, what goes, they do. There goes our FedEx sponsorship for the oh. show. But anyway, you know, whatever. So, hey, the sound effect coming in there. So. Well, thanks so much, Brandon, for being a part of our show, and um, we want to help your business continue to grow like it has for so long, and uh, um, you guys uh, come take some lessons from Josh. I bet you he can teach you a thing or three. I'll show you how to do a G-run. There you go. (laughs) G-run. My guitar has got one of them on there. 
but that's about all it's got on there. If I have to do a C run, like I'm out. You know, yep. it has to be a G run. Well, that's the it's same a, thing. That's Capo Five string down. <laughs> or Capo Five. Didn't, do that. didn't Tim Harmon say the key of G, the key of our Lord? That's me. The key <laughs> of our Lord and Savior. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you yep. said that too. Yep. Key that's a Tim thing, I guess. Yeah, it's a Tim. Yeah. Thing. Must be. Yeah. Must be. Yeah. Did Tim get that from you? Did Tim Harmon get? You that? You know what Tim Harmon did give me one time when we were going to Faith Center Church, you know, years ago, and I had just started playing the mandolin. He gives me a Josh Williams pick. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still have that thing somewhere. I just forgot. I just remembered that. He goes, "You liking bluegrass music?" And I said, "Yeah, man, I'm loving it." And he goes. I used to play with this guy named Josh Williams. I said, "Yeah, I've heard of him." And he goes, "Here's a pick," and it said Josh Williams on oh, the pick. And, and I, Josh Williams in high gear. Yeah, yeah, high gear. That's right. I think that's what it said. Actually, yeah. yep. I know I, it I is because that's the only ones we ever made. <laughs> so I had those picks too. I remember. Yeah, I'd forgotten all I'd, about that. I had forgotten Tim Harmon played with you. Yeah, yeah. sure. Back in the day, I did too. Because you still play with him at church now, don't you? Or do you not? Well, we oh, used to. Used he, to. He hadn't played in a little while. You know, his boys are. I guess they're in high school now, and yeah. I don't know if he coaches them or what, oh, okay. but he stays pretty involved with their yeah. athletics and stuff. He's a pretty good man oh, player. Man, yeah. He taught me some things when I was first starting to play, you know, as when I was uh, working at the church there, and so yeah. um, it was cool to learn some stuff from him. And I had forgotten he was part yeah. of your band. Yeah, he was a great singer, man. He was our yeah. primary lead singer. Okay. Yeah, he's got a great voice, and when, we did a a concert here at the Carson Center when I was on staff at Face Center and Tim wanted to end the night with um, I'll Fly Away like oh, yeah. bluegrass and we'd done all this praise and worship music and Tim goes we're going to end with I'll Fly Away and Tim Batts is going to come up on stage and play mandolin with us and I was all excited I'm at the Carson Center you know <laughs> and we're playing and we did I'll Fly Away and I'm in heaven there's a picture of it somewhere yeah. and I'm just like biting my lip you know playing and when I got done I threw my pick in the audience oh, and I went <laughs> Crap, that was a $5 weekend pick from oh, Allen no. Music. <laughs> Luckily, I knew the girl that caught it, and I went and got it back for her. <laughs> oh, man. I, got, I said, sorry, yeah. I got all caught up in the moment. I need that $5 weekend pick back. <laughs> yeah, I think those picks are like $8 a piece now know, since after yeah, COVID. This, yeah, this is a long time ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man, I thought that was funny. So. Yep. Anyway. I'm I wish I'd have seen that. I would have <laughs> loved that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I just thought of that. That's so funny. So, yeah. Oh, man. Well, Brandon, thank you, man. Thank you for letting us record this podcast here at the store. It's going to be a great experience, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So. Cool. I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Yep. Well, awesome. Thanks for having me. It was an no, honor. No problem. Y'all, thanks for listening to the Hometown Bluegrass Show presented by Allen Music Shop. Dot com. Y'all have a good day. Find my way. I light a candle at his grave and say one more goodbye to Mordecai.